You're listening to the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities Podcast. In this short episode, we'll be previewing some of the upcoming content on the podcast and inviting writers to think about contributing their work for broadcast on the show. We are passionate about promoting new, upcoming, and established talent in writing, acting, and music. If you're a writer and would be interested in working with us, please keep listening. We're an anthology podcast producing audio drama, audio fiction, poetry, and music. And we use writers and actors from the UK, the US, Canada, and all over the world to tell our stories. If you've not heard any of our content, this next section provides a brief taster of what we do and what you can expect to hear on the show. In this section, you'll hear brief excerpts from our episodes called Hera and Galanthus, The Adults in the Room, Sarah, the first of our farewell monologue season, The Out of Towners Club, Jim Neat, Daphne and Apollo, and our four-part climate change drama, Anglia. Do you ever wonder how two people, witnessing the same set of events and circumstances, can sometimes see or interpret them completely differently? Do you ever think that their senses must have been playing tricks on them, their versions awry? Or perhaps it is down to interpretation, to hearing only what they choose to hear, seeing only that which they truly want to see. In my head, I am writing a soundtrack to our farewell, composing the music, framing the pictures, the single shot that pans across the lake, taking in the buildings of downtown, and then slowly, slowly round to the bench where we sit, and pulling back to show us, tiny against this enormous backdrop, confirming our smallness, our insignificance, the sense in which we have failed to make anything but the tiniest impression on our environment. The sense in which we have failed. Period. Cut. One of those things. One of those several things we have lost is the easy intimacy we used to share. The way in which he could make me feel totally at one with him. Part of some in-joke that only we were privy to even when part of a large group. The way in which he could make me laugh just by the slightest arching of an eyebrow, the slightest change in intonation in a conversation with a stranger, the way he'd play with his food or dance in our quiet apartment when we opened the curtains to let the light of a full moon fill the room, the way he'd say my full name, middle names included, to summon me to lunch. Naomi Louise Siobhan O'Donnell. Do you want some feckin' pasta or not? The way he'd stand behind me in the darkening light of a late summer evening, his large hands cupping my breasts as he kissed my shoulders and neck, whispering the lines of some barely remembered song or poem in my eager ear. Don't neglect me, Robert. Don't leave me to wilt and die in the heat like an unwatered flower. And no, I don't have a family. 
I had a partner until about six months ago, but we had a tough time. I had a miscarriage 18 months back. A baby was all he wanted, it turned out. It was really important to me, too. I turned into a complete monster for almost a year. He seemed to turn in on himself. Stop talking to me. Stop talking to anyone. We both coped with it in different ways until we discovered that our coping mechanisms didn't include each other. And it just fell apart. He moved out in early spring. I've been pulling things back together since then. I promised myself I'd take all the opportunities that came my way at work, so here I am. Laura, listen. No, Rachel, you listen. You may never understand what I've had to go through, what my family has had to go through, so please don't give me your platitudes and try to soothe me with your words because I know what is going to happen to us. If you want to use your lovely words, perhaps you could talk to my children. Explain to them why the last 18 months of war and travel and always being hungry and always being hated everywhere you arrive isn't going to lead to the better life my husband and I promised them. Explain with your sweet words why the life savings we paid to traffickers to get us on the ship and then into a tiny inflatable boat that almost drowned us were wasted. Tell them why. In this country that has this wonderful reputation of being kind and tolerant and welcoming, they're actually locking people up like cattle because we look different. Because we don't speak English. Because we come from somewhere your people don't understand. I was just trying to... Oh, God. Freight train headed west is shunted into town. I shove, am shoved. Bulls order the driver on. I slink away. Alongside the trucks, coordinate speed to perfection. Grab an arm and hold on board. Talk is of Vancouver. Warmer logging work camps. Squashed into a space the size of Mam's scullery, we play harmonicas. Sing Spivanka. Oh Canada, God save the king. Almost happy. Rockies erupt, blot out the sky, vanish. Stench of feces and vomit hangs in the bitter air. We pass a train two miles long going east. Men riding the rods or clinging to the roof. Men who didn't get work, where we're headed. Signed, Jim Neal. Interfering with the plans of a goddess. I thought I was acting in good faith. I was not aware of your plans. I... Silence! You are not here to plead your case, but to understand why I am angry. And I do. If you would only forgive me, I would... Forgive you? <laughs> so you want the gods to forgive you now? How very presumptuous of you. My lady, I only wish to offer you my services. I can do anything you want. 
I watched, another busload of migrants was arriving at the front gate of the camp. Probably another 50 to 60 migrants. I could see women and small children amongst those Rachel, on board and... Rachel, are you in there? Rachel. Shit. What is it, Millie? I'm working. Sorry, um, can I come in? I I've got a deadline and I'm trying to... Oh, sure, just come walking in. I'm really sorry. Just thought you needed to know something. I promised not to report on the migrant camp. No, no, not that. <sighs> there was someone here looking for you. A man uh, said his name was Davis. Said he was a friend of yours. Davis? I don't know anyone called Davis. What did he look like? Suit, tie, tallish. Uh, said he was a journalist working for the Times. Journalist in a suit and tie? I immediately got a bad feeling about him. He was creepy and I, f I felt like he was looking down his nose at me. Just thought I ought to tell you. He said he would come in for breakfast tomorrow morning to see if he could find you. That struck me as pretty weird. You told him I was staying here? You had no right. No, I didn't tell him. But I got the feeling in you. So you pitch up in New York City. And the chances are the first thing you're going to feel apart from being really, really excited is being really, really lonely. Oh, wait. Her panini. Okay. I'll just walk this over. Super chill. Really chill. The chillest. Bon appetit. <laughs> okay. Wow. You're French now? That was freakish. I could go back. Leave her feeling charmed. And say, Oh, Allison, was it? Well, Allison, what do you say we get out of here? Then we'd go skating, and snowflakes would fall onto her cheek. But I'd wipe them off, and she'd say, Sans saisonnel. Because I think she might be a bit French. In this montage, you heard the voices of Tiffany Clare, Catherine Daddario. Abby Hilden, Charlie Richards, Jackie Jorgensen, Miguel Antonio, Saya Zahawi, and Mary MacDonald. Writing was by Chris Gregory, Jackie Jorgensen, Mary MacDonald, and Mary J. Oliver. We are working on a major new science fiction audio drama and an exciting piece based on a fantasy novella. We have more short form fiction in our farewell monologue series and a number of one-off audio dramas, as well as more poetry and short-form fiction. But we like more. This next section of the podcast details what we can do for you as a writer and some of the themes, styles, and approaches we're looking for. We provide an opportunity for writers to hear their work brought to life by professional actors, sound technicians, and musicians. We aim to turn your work into radio drama or radio fiction and to place it in front of a new worldwide audience at no cost to yourself. Although we would appreciate your help in marketing and sharing the episode through your social media and contacts. Following on from our recent audio drama, Anglia, which looked at the impact of climate change on a small coastal community in England in the year 2029, we'd like you to think a bit more about the climate crisis and our planet in your writing. We're looking for poetry and short prose pieces between 600 and 1,000 words for inclusion in a special edition show 
called Love Letters to Our Planet. We already have some wonderful poetry for this edition, but we would like to invite writers to consider what the crisis will mean to them and their families in the future, and what the impact will be on the world as a whole. Your writing can take any form and come from any perspective, but please ensure you are imaginative and have something new and original to say about the situation. Finally, remember we are looking for creative pieces and not journalism on the topic. The most popular content on the podcast during its first season was our audio drama. We produced a series dramatizing some episodes from mythology. Our most ambitious project yet was our four-part drama, Anglia, and we produced an award-nominated one-off piece called The Adults in the Room. We are always looking for new and original audio drama for the show. If you are a playwright, screenwriter, or dramatist, and have a story to tell, we would love to read your scripts. And if we like them, we will turn them into audio drama for the podcast. If you are a writer, keen to getting into writing drama and dialogue, this could be a great opportunity to create something that will both entertain our listeners and provide you with a fully produced piece with professional acting playing your characters to add to your writing portfolio. It could also showcase your work to a wider audience, as we have listeners all over the world. The world of work is a reality for so many of us. Unless you're selling tens of thousands of copies of your book or your screenplay gets picked up by Hollywood, it's difficult to make ends meet. So many of us still have a day job or equally importantly mix writing with childcare, care for sick parents, or any number of other unpaid obligation. We would love to read your stories, audio plays, or poetry about balancing life as a writer with everything else the world throws at us. Make them funny, sad, relatable, and entertaining, and we'll do the rest to bring them to life on the podcast. We're also looking to work with writers to adapt their completed books, poems, and dramas into an audio drama or audio fiction format. If you have a piece of writing that you are particularly proud of and you would like to propose it to us for inclusion on the podcast, please contact us with details of how you think it could be adapted. The choice here is between adapting it as an audio drama with actors playing the role of the characters or presenting it as an audio drama with a single voice reading the story, like an audiobook. If you'd like to submit an existing piece of work, please provide a synopsis of no more than 100 words so we can get a feel for the story and how the plot plays out. We're happy to consider finished pieces from both published and unpublished authors. Finally, we are committed to putting out more poetry in our new season. If you are a poet and would like us to include some of your poetry in one of our episodes, please contact us. If you've been inspired by anything we've talked about in this episode, we would love to hear from you. Contact us either through a direct message on Twitter, where we post as Stories Alt, or by email on office at alternativestories.com. So please subscribe by searching for Alternative Stories and Fake Realities in your favorite podcast app. Give our previous content a listen if you haven't so far. And if you or any other writers you know would like to submit, please feel free to do so. We look forward to hearing from you. This podcast was presented by Kelly Winkler and Chris Gregory. 
Our next episode will be a beautiful story from Caroline Minx, who you may have heard acting in the role of Kylie in our Christmas episode called The Out of Towners Club. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to hear this and other episodes the moment they come out.